Wait. What do you mean the winners and the losers? Oh, like, I see what you mean. Um, that's on me, I guess. But we, I just was gonna, like, quickly gloss over them. Hawks bad. He good. <laughs> not Nets bad. Not necessarily Celtics true. Good. Not necessarily true. Um, Timberwolves good. Grizzlies good. <laughs> one must lose. Which one? <laughs> Fight. No, okay. Logan, I told you. This is what What type of establishment is this? It's a pre moving. Oh my gosh. The fuck is happening in the background? Um, it's your sign. Ish, but like, geez, it just looks like a mess. Look, Logan, you're out to have an NFL mindset now, aren't you? Right. Yeah, he is. How are you doing today, Logan? Tired. I'm tired too, but. Tired. Your shit. <laughs> I've used that joke before. You have used that joke before, but like, get old, like a long time ago. Do better. Like, are you asking me or telling yourself? It's a long weekend, you know. It was my birthday, so if anyone's listening, you shouldn't follow us as a birthday present to me. Follow us as a birthday present to Logan Worky, please. please. And, the, and the draft happened, so that's a cause for celebration. So On your birthday. Also follow us, please. <laughs> anyway, Logan, how are you? It's good. Just, lot just living. A lot of sports happening right now. Way too many. Uh, is there, though? I don't know. I mean, like, the playoffs and the draft. Okay, no, but it's the draft long. happened. The draft passed. The draft is in the past tense. The playoffs right now. We got MLB seasons heating up. I don't care. <laughs> you got the They're heating up, bro. It's, what, one month in? It doesn't <laughs> heat up until August. We got uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs about to start. Okay. Yeah. You know, Penguins losing first round. I think they play the Rangers. Yes, sir. The yes, Golden Knights, sir. for the first time in their history, have failed to make the playoffs. And They've I'm only been around for like four years. I'm devastated. The Kraken didn't make it in their first year. Uh, they're not as good as the Golden Knights. The they're Rangers. Not, they don't have that Vegas magic. The Rangers went from being one of the worst teams in the NHL to being the best team. To be honest with you, I have no idea anything about hockey. <laughs> I couldn't even name like five players. You can name five players. players, Uh, Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby, Crosby. Malkin. Who's the dude from the Blackhawks? Patrick Kane? Is he playing still? I don't know. Uh, Uh, Panarin? Panarin from... Isn't he on the Rangers? P.K. Subban. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Uh, Carrie Underwood's husband. I'm really just blanking right now. I know more players. I know more players as well. Is Rick Fle- Nash. Is Mark Andre Fleury still in the league? I don't know if he's still in the league. Matt Murray. Matt Murray. He's a goalkeeper. Uh, Claude Giroux. Giroux. From the Flyers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good, good. Ho- big hockey guys. Big hockey guys here. Super what if we turn it to a hockey podcast? Nope. We can. Nope. I, that is, I can't. But yes, you can, I can't, bro. I can't, bro. You're versatile. Not that personal. Um, but we've just been on a. NBA, it's NBA season. It is NBA season. None of this hockey bullshit. None of this baseball bullshit. I don't know if it's uh, if a lot of our viewers will take kindly of you saying hockey bullshit and baseball well, bullshit. Well, viewers, um, if if you're here and 
you still haven't figured out that we don't talk about <laughs> hockey and baseball, I applaud you. <laughs> and I'm glad you're still here. Yeah? You should know my stance on baseball by now. What's your stance on baseball? I don't care for it. Okay, yeah, I got you. I don't understand the appeal. But hey, if you like it and that's your thing, I'm happy for you. I really am. Thank you for being happy for that. It's not my thing. Um, let's talk. Let's talk basketball, shall we? So let's get started. Are you Are you good, bro? I was, and then you got a text, and it ruined my flow. Did it though? Yeah, did. Let's get started. It's the Stick to Sports podcast with Noah and Logan. Welcome to the Six Sports Podcast, a podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's Noah. It's Logan. Logan, how are you doing today? I've already asked you this. I, you know what? Fuck you, though. I had a great weekend, Noah. I am 21 now. Old as fuck. <laughs> I can gamble. I can bet on sports now. I'm so excited about that. I forgot about that. Are you excited? I am very. What are you going to do? My friend gave me. A little code for a hundred dollars on FanDuel. So you know, you know what I'm gonna do. Probably bet on some over unders on basketball. Bet on some points. That's the best thing to do. No, I, I fuck with that, bro. Um, legally now. Yeah, I just I, was, I thought you were gonna say pitch stuff. I was like, you can drink alcohol. I just realized you can't consume alcohol under the age of twenty one, can you? Wow, that is <laughs> like someone who breaks the law says. But we don't do that because we are good. We're law-abiding citizens we law at the Stick Sports Network. Well, yeah. I could, could go purchase some alcohol. I have not. Yeah, you gotta? I don't know. I don't really feel like spending money on that. If I Venmo you, can you get me a form of Venmo? My Venmo is broken. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'll give you straight hard cash. Straight hard cash? Straight hard cash. Two watermelon four locos? Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> anyway, Logan, so While we're talk- watching the NBA playoffs. Yeah, exactly. There you go. So we're talking about the first round of playoffs. The first round went exactly like we predicted, I feel like. Mm. Outside of mm. a couple series. I did say the Celtics Nets was going to be seven. So we thought that was going to be a longer series, and then we realized that. False. It just. Kevin Durant and Kyrie can't shoot. Yeah, no, that's the thing. And the Celtics defense is just great. Ben Simmons is a bum, we learned. Um, I've known that, but you learned it, maybe. We learned also that maybe the Sixers aren't Eastern Conference favorites. We'll get into that. But we will get into that. Uh, but let's just gloss over the series real quick. Heat Hawks. One takeaway from this series that you got. Just give me one quick takeaway. The Hawks need a second star. Uh, and same here. I would say, for me, I would say Trey Young needs someone he's to, ineff- to take too, the too, um, pressure off of him. Yeah, he's too inefficient. Not inefficient. He's, he's too streaky, I feel. Yeah. You one know, night, he's, he's, he, the game he hit the game winner in, uh, he shot poorly that night. He um, would like to see... DeAndre Hunter, he had a couple good games, but you would like to see him kind of emerge as a more reliable scorer. Uh, but yeah, I think they need a second like all-star caliber player next to Trey to uh, take the burden off of him. That's my takeaway. Yeah, mine is just Trey Young needs someone next to him so he can just start becoming a little more efficient. You know, I think that was the biggest thing. Yeah. thing you know, it's 
he's asked to do so much, so when he does a terrible job, it's not really... It's all on him, but they need a second star there. Right. Um, Celtics, Nets, real quick takeaway. The Celtics beat the Nets, uh, swept them, actually. What's the takeaway there? I think the Nets will be okay if they get the right pieces this offseason. We can talk about that We will talk later, about that. But I, th- I, I don't think all is lost. I still think Kyrie and Kevin can salvage this little experiment they have going on in Brooklyn. Yeah, I would also say that for me, does the Ben Simmons trade help you or hurt you in the long run? That's the one question I have for them. Um, Bucks Bulls. I feel like this would have been a much different series if Lonzo played, but Giannis killed it this series. Uh, Chris Milton was out and, and it was tied one one, and everyone was like, "Oh, this could get dicey here for the Bucks." <laughs> Now, the Niners came out one, and they won three straight. And Grayson Allen emerged as a somewhat reliable scorer. In Bobby these, Portis. In Bobby Portis. So, um, yeah, uh, the the Bucks players that needed to step up stepped up with Chris Middleton out. So, all right. Now we got Sixers Raptors. This, the Raptors need a star. Yeah. The Raptors have. I I, I feel if if the. Joel Embiid and buzzer beater didn't go in. It's a different series. The Raptors could have won that game, and it would have been a different series. But the Raptors, they you know, they gave it everything they had. I just think you you can't double-team Embiid and say, oh, someone else beat us, when the other team also has Tyrese Maxey, who shot incredibly. Or not shot. But he, he was he incredible, shoot incredible in this yeah, series. Tobias great. Harris had some good games. Tobias Harris. It, and Harden was there, but <laughs> like you're asking, you, you ask someone else to beat you, but they have other people who can beat you. So that game plan doesn't work as well as you hope it does. And we'll talk about so, this more in the next um, in the next segment. But I would a, just say this: they yeah, score. they need a scorer. They need a Kawhi. They need Kawhi back. <laughs> I would say for me, the takeaway for this is the Raptors are never out of it, and they definitely won't be in the future. Yeah. Uh, Nick Nurse is a top five coach in the NBA. Would you believe, would you agree with that? He's up there. Yeah. I don't got the coaches off the top of my head, so. Um, and then, fi- and then I think that's it for the e- East. That is it for the East. Let's move to the West, Logan. Logan. Suns, Pelicans. Um, What's your takeaway there? Pelicans fans should be happy with how their team performed this season, and I think the future is bright for them. Yeah, I, I would say for me, personally, I would say this this was a win, uh, automatic win. The first-year coach overachieved in my opinion get zion back and you're you're gucci and we'll talk about that more in depth later grizz t wolves what a series it's a great series uh ant can't wait to watch more ant who is younger than me <laughs> and I, now i have to grasp with the fact that there are players that i like watching who are younger than me yeah which i don't like but good for look, it was an entertaining series um i think both teams are in good spots going forward. Um, then we have the Warriors Nuggets. Nicole Jokic should be the MVP, and rightfully so. The dis the discourse that they're get um, they're, everyone's talking about is so unnecessary. The Warriors were so good. They looked so great, and Jokic, he had no one. <laughs> Who was his second best player? Uh, Will Barton. Aaron Gordon. 
Bones Highland was a solid. Bones Highland is he's a solid rookie. Yes, he he's no he's no star. You got Demarcus Cousins. Like, come on now, please. With Jamal Murray and MPJ out, this was just unfair for yep. you to expect anything else in this series. I agree for sure. Um, and then finally, let's talk about Jazz Mavs, a series we're gonna go uh, see. We're gonna go really in in depth into. Jazz Mavs, let's check it right there. I was, I'm gonna talk about the Mavs. I was actually pleased with the the role players and with the, and how they played without Luca. Like yeah, for sure. Maxi Kleber, um, Jalen Brunson, okay. he's gonna get himself a fat contract. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, like they all, every role player there, they played really well. And well, then Luca comes back, and they just, I think the Mavericks, if they do the right moves this off season. I like their chances next year to truly contend. Yeah, and that's, I think, what... That's going to be our biggest issue when we're talking about the teams um, that got eliminated. What does it mean to be good and then a true a true contender? Because there are teams that are top three seeds in their respective conferences, but I don't see them as true I, contender. I only see, like, five teams truly contending and right, right now. And there's only... I think the West is pretty chalky in a way because, like... Suns and Warriors are the two teams that I see. Are like, okay. Yeah, those I, are the. I feel confident that they can contend. Like, even the Grizzlies, who are the two seed. It, it, I got my reservations about them. Exactly. I have my reservations about the Sixers and, and maybe the. Well, Bucks rightfully so. And the Heat. So like, you can, you can make the playoffs, but I, I was never gonna pick like the teams like the Nuggets or well, Nuggets fully healthy maybe. <laughs> uh, a, an injury riddled Nuggets team or a um, like a Bulls team like I'm never I'm not they don't strike me as the contender status they're good good teams but they team, never yeah. were like oh yeah this is a team that's going to be a championship right. like the Mavericks I don't see as a team that's in that tier one of oh they're going to compete this year I feel like th- they had a good series maybe they'll give they're playing the Suns. Yeah. A fight. I don't know if I see them winning the championship. Yeah, let's talk about the um, the second round matchups. Yes, let's do that. The conference semifinals are upon us. Yeah. Let's play off the... That now the real teams get um, yeah, this is, get shown. This is where it really starts. Um, let's start with the Bucks celtics The two-seed Celtics versus the three-seed Bucks, I believe. And... You know, when they go into this series, they go into this game one yesterday, no Chris Middleton, um, and they go into Boston, and Giannis Antetokounmpo just continues to impress. What are your takeaways with this one game, Logan? Yeah, um, takeaway is that the Celtics had to figure out a way to guard Giannis. Um, I, you gave me shit about what I said about Robert Williams, but... No, he played great He did play too. well, de- good defense on Giannis, but Giannis is a person who demands more than one person on him and that's the thing um with uh i saw one of the nba pundits talking about how the way the celtics the celtics physically match up against kevin durant and Kyrie irving and tries to get physical but the thing is they don't understand that Giannis is exactly the way he likes to play right and i just the celtics their their growth over the season has been great they went from a team that was kind of like all over the place mm-hmm. to a team that Move the ball very well. Played some great defense. You have your two stars, but this is they're very like team centric like offense, and 
I, I think they, that worked well against the Nets, who were kind of like they yeah. kind of were the Celtics at the beginning of the year, <laughs> yeah, like sure. very all over the place, very ISO heavy. And I don't know if that's they might have to change their strategy against the Bucks. I mean, it, it's game one. Jason Tatum did not shoot well at all. Uh, Mark, Jalen Brown did not shoot well. Marcus Smart did not shoot well. And no one shot well. And those are things that like, can you really say, oh, the series is over because I don't believe the series is over. They but have to figure out a way to at least neutralize Giannis. I mean, twenty four points. I would, I would hang my hat on. Oh, we held them under thirty points. Well, like, also, if I was, us, I was gonna say like. This is a team. The Bucks put up 101. The Bucks defense, I think, is also being really um, underappreciated here. But the Bucks didn't have a good offensive like, game. Giannis shot nine for, nine of twenty five. Drew Holiday eight of twenty. Um, the team as a whole shot thirty five percent from three. This was an off day. An right, off like, game. Holding Giannis to under thirty points should be considered a win for the Celtics. Exactly. Uh, if they can do that every night, they have a great chance of winning this series. Uh, Drew Holiday had a good night, but he's been kind of streaking. Not necessarily eight of twenty. You know, you'd, you'd like to see a little he, more efficiency. He led the team in scoring. Yeah, um, but he, he's a little streaky, and I don't know if he's going to do that every night. And if Marcus Smart, you know, can do better at defending him. And this team is not going to always shoot thirty-five percent from no, three. Again, like, like I don't, I don't think Drew Holiday is going to lead this team in scoring every night. I, I don't. Talk, and guys like Wesley Matthews and Bobby Portis aren't going to shoot a combined 3 of 13 from 3. I, I, like, I, don't know, I just. I like the Celtics in this series still, even though they lost game one. Um, I am inclined to see this as like a six game, seven game series. And I would take the Celtics in it to narrowly edge them. But I would say that you need to get a win to take back home court advantage before Chris Middleton comes back. I don't know if you agree with me on that one. Chris Milton's also streaking. Chris Milton's also streaking, but this is an it's another offensive, you know, yeah. person for them. Yeah, I mean. And again, I, foul I trouble was a huge thing too for. Yeah, it's and also, does Chris Milton come back fully healthy? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Another question you have. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Celtics. I, I think, in a close series, but they're not gonna shoot this poorly every night. I but I'll say this: if I the just, Bucks go up 2-0... There might be. There, there will be changes to how they guard Giannis, I believe, and I just don't trust anybody else on the Bucks to go get me some offense. You know. Yeah, no, I agree. Right, with you. If if they can figure out a way to like, at least hold Giannis to like sub twenty points, sub thirty points, that's good enough for me. If you can figure out a way to. You know, let he can have his, but keep it relatively contained. Yeah. Have someone else beat you. This is like who's who else can beat you? And that's you gotta the, do that before Chris Middleton. Exactly. Yeah. Who else is gonna beat you? Because I don't trust Drew Holiday as much as like he's a good, he's solid a good player. player yeah. I don't trust him to go out there and get you thirty points a night. And also you know? too, but the thing is, uh, the method a lot of people have taken is let Giannis, you know, do what he does. Let him and, go. Maybe just, but that's not the thing here. Giannis is could easily take over a game, so you need to. Giannis needs to be your number one priority. Isn't let Giannis um, do whatever he wants and guard everyone else. You need to, like, show why this is the best defense in the NBA. You know? Yeah. Get Robert Williams on him. Get I mean Al Horford. Uh, Al Horford historically has done well against him. So. Just have have, have like, 
neutralize Giannis and have someone else beat you. I think that's the best way the Celtics can win this game, win this series. Yeah. Because um, if if you have two people on Giannis, you got Marcus Smart. Hopefully, clamps down Drew Holiday, who's who's the next person that you exactly. think is going to step up here. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be an entertaining series. I wouldn't be surprised if Giannis just says, uh, screw you to what I just said and <laughs> takes over the series, scores 40 <laughs> points tonight, and, like, does what he did in game six against the Suns. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I don't want to bet against Giannis. I never do, but it. I'll, I'll go with the, t- the team that I field has the best capability of neutralizing him to an extent and now let's move on to what has what was one of the better regular season series in the entire league and now the warriors edged out a one-point victory over the grizzlies after john moran misses the game winning layup 117 to 116. jordan Poole had 31 off the bench was great um this warriors team is great i i think they're coming out of the west Noah, I, I agree with I you. I really do. I, I just, Steph and Clay, their PTSD W lineup, the W is silent. <laughs> uh, with the pool, he's playing, he's having a great playoffs, great year. Steph, Clay, Draymond is so good defensively. And then you have Andrew Wiggins, who, you know, as a former number one overall pick, he is, has been kind of like a bust, but he, he's doing well in Golden State. I like what he's been doing. And. I, I don't know. I just... It's hard to see a scenario where the Grizzlies are able to uh, win this series. But I will have to say this. The I Grizzlies don't think... Grizzlies did play well. They did... They, even then, Desmond Bain didn't have the best game. Neither did Dylan Brooks. Um, John Morant took a lot more shots than he's accustomed to, especially away from the rim. If you look at it, he only shot three free throws. That is not, like... John Morant... He likes those free throws. He, he does like the free throws. He likes throws. getting to the line because he does. He's a little, a little wild in the close to the basket. Yeah, um, you would love to see Dylan Brooks shoot a little better. Jaron Jackson Jr. had a great game. Um, off the bench, the thing is, like Xavier Tillman started this game, which is interesting. Yeah, uh, Stephen Adams, you know, he's a liability. I don't think that's why. I think that's why he's not playing. Okay, that makes sense. He, he did not play well in the two bowl series, and I think they restricted his minutes. But you, it, but you do see the situations in which Brandon Clark and Anthony Melton are giving you good minutes off the bench. I think the, the Grizzlies could tie it up in the next game. However, I do I agree with you. I think the Warriors come out of this only because this is this is where the experience matters. Right. Um, the Timberwolves series was of two very talented teams, uh, but the the Grizzlies had been there in the play-in game before. Um, the Timberwolves. This is their first sense of playoff action in like years. Yeah. So, uh, everyone here has, like, Steph Curry's been here before. Clay Thompson's been here before. J. Green, he was ejected in this game, actually. Right. Um, but they had a lot. Jordan Poole has just been great. Uh, just, the Grizzlies didn't shoot well, but, uh, like, you can hope that the Warriors don't shoot well. But when you have three players who can, respect who can shoot well, 30, yeah. like, if, if Poole has an off night and Curry has an off night, well, Clay might have a great night. But if Clay has a terrible night, Steph might go off. Like you don't know. Yeah. And when you have three players, who are and you still have Wiggins who right, can score Wiggins better efficient rate. Kaminga Otto, had some great minutes. Otto Porter is a great wing for them, and this um, is a good team. Draymond is there. He's great defensive presence. I don't know. I just I really like this Warriors team, and I think 
they could win the whole thing. The whole thing? Yep. The whole shebang? The whole shebang. Okay. This is a good this is a good team. I, I, I really like the way the Warriors team is built Master this year. Masterclass in taking a year off and coming back and contending the next year. Exactly. They're not rushing it. Um But I do think the Grizzlies do tie it up. Um I do but I don't think I don't just it's the experience thing. I think the Grizzlies could it, this is over in five or six. Yeah, but I don't. I won't say. Well, I don't want people. The narrative to come out that the Grizzlies did no chance here. It's just. It's gonna. I mean, John's gonna develop a shot. Yes. He's gonna develop something. Can't go four of eleven for three. He's gonna develop something, and I just think they need to. They kind of have seen what this bench has done. Who, who's more valuable? I mean, Stephen Adams. I, he, I don't know if he's hurt. If he's just not playing well, he just doesn't fit this team. But he didn't play in the latter half of the Timberwolves series, so you know, like, okay, maybe we can send him away and get something else in return. They have two first-round picks they could trade. Uh, you don't. They're kind of figuring out, like, who? Okay, we made it to the playoffs. We're the number two seed. Where do we go from here? Yeah. Who do we have? Who's? Uh, who do we keep on this team? Who do we need to add? And all that good stuff. Exactly. John Moran needs to develop a jumper. Yeah, he definitely does. Um, let's talk about the games that are happening tonight. I think there's not a single series in this um, in these play in these conference semis that I'm not like thoroughly intrigued by, only because of the how who steps up and the matchups between teams. So let's talk about the Sixers Heat tonight. Sixers are without Joel Embiid for Game One and likely Game Two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they had Embiid, what are their chances in this game? Tickets as low as fifty dollars. What the hell? Uh, no, I think their chances are better with Embiid. Yeah, of course. Well, duh. Um, I don't know. I feel like the this is where the James Harden narratives are going to be written because you know without Embiid. Um. You expect Harden to step up. He did not have a good series against the Raptors. Tyrese Maxey had a better series than him. Tobias Harris had a better series than him. So, James Harden, this is what, this is your time now. Silence the haters or whatever. But he needs to step up because he he, he shot he shot poorly against the Raptors. And with Embiid out, um, they're gonna give you attention. They're gonna give Maxey attention. But you need to. I think Harden really needs to play well in this series yeah, for them to win. Because if they go down 2-0 and then Embiid comes back, like, okay, that's a, a tough hole to get out of. But if you can, if Harden can play well and, you know, steal a game or two before Embiid gets back, then you have, like, you feel better about your chances. Uh, but with Harden there, you, you're going to rely on Harden and Maxi. but with Embiid out, who's your center? It's yeah. Andre. No, Andre. It's DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre yeah. Jordan should not be starting NBA games anymore. <laughs> and I think, and, and I don't, I don't like that, especially with Bam in, in the paint. Like, what's what's DeAndre Jordan gonna do? I, well, I, I feel like, I feel like a Bam at a bio just masterclass is coming here on DeAndre Jordan, and he's not gonna know what to do about it. So I, Harden needs to step up. For the Sixers to get, I think they need to get at least one win without a beat for them to feel confident in them winning this series. Uh, well, without, yeah, without him. Oh, I agree with you. They're six and eight without him beat this season. 
And you're right. The heart. This is where the Harden trade comes in. Like you didn't play well the earlier series, and we need to forget. Like outside of a, a very very miraculous buzzer beater, the the Sixers Raptor series could could have easily been gone to get seven games. And that's with a fully a roster that's not as experienced as the Heat's. That is like the Raptors are the definition of a ragtag group of players, you know. Yeah. Um. So, like, when you have a, a player, first off, I, I, with no doubt in my mind, do I think that just um, Jimmy Butler is coming into this series with a, a very cut-in mentality. Mm-hmm. He, this is his first time playing Philly in the playoffs um, after exiting the playoffs um, back in, what, 2018, 2019? Yeah. With them. Um, uh, what a chance does he, get, he gets booed? Probably will. It's Philly, but he should um, so and obviously Kyle Lowry is out for game one, so the Heat aren't even at full strength. But yeah, they w- yeah, Jimmy is kind of banged up. Tyler Hero is sick. PJ Tucker is banged up. And like you said, Kyle Lowry is not playing. But I just if Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson can come off the bench and do well, and Jimmy, I think Jimmy will play and be fine. And Bam is there. I, Max Strauss played extremely well during the regular season. Their defense game. is very good. Yeah. And this is all. I feel like this series is gonna is gonna be won or lost by if James Harden can step up, yeah, and be the James Harden that Philly thought they were getting when they traded for him. Two years, four years removed from an MVP, and two years removed from a back-to-back scoring championship. Sorry, yeah. Tyler, you should let's see what that. Put your money where your mouth is, James. Um, and I, I, this is good for. I think this is more or less good for the Sixers because. It lets you see if you really, you know. Well, I think obviously they've won that trade because one of them is still playing in the one one player that they traded for is still playing in the um, playoffs. It's debatable if they've won the trade. <sighs> if they don't win a championship, have they really won the? Championship? Nah, you're correct. It is championship or bust for Philly, and right now they're the biggest they're the biggest underdog in the East, in my opinion. Um, let's talk about the Dallas Phoenix series. I don't know if Devin Booker is playing. He played in Game Six of the, the Pelican series, I think. Okay. So, no, but he did look banged up. Chris Paul masterclass got, the, got the Pelicans past the. I don't. The, the Chris Paul is a great point guard. I don't want the the pundits. Yes, he can't. He hasn't been to. He hasn't um, won anything yet, but he is really good. I would like to. This is actually gonna be a tough series, but also. I, I like to see the Suns get DeAndre in the ball more because um, I feel like he would have a, a good time against <laughs> the Dallas center core because at least, you know, he has some offensive talent unlike Rudy Gobert. Yeah. You can't approach – the Mavericks can't approach this series like they did the Jazz because, you know, the Suns actually play defense on the outside. Um, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I, I feel like giving the ball – let him cook inside. Uh, you got. Hopefully, Devin is somewhat healthy. Yeah. Healthy. Um, you'd like to see Jay Crowder shoot more. The Suns did not shoot well against the Pelicans at all, and Jay Crowder especially did not shoot well. And you would like to see more out of everyone. Like the Pelicans shot extremely well. Uh, that's why they made this a series. Like 
it's funny you say that. Like, they did shoot extremely so well. well. And the Suns did not shoot well at all. And you would like to see the Suns shoot better if... Because Dallas also shot extremely, extremely well against the Jazz because the Jazz lost them wide open, but... But that, that's the thing. We're going to see, I think, the biggest matchups that you got. Mikhail Bridges, if he's going to be able to guard Luka. I, I mean, he was second in defensive player of the year. Yeah, round, I, I, so think I, he, I think he's up to the task. But this, this is a different Mavs team in the sense that Luka's not the only option. Um, Jalen Brunson averaged 27.8 points um, before Luka came back at 23 after. He could easily lead the offense just as well as with Luca there or not, will the role players be in a position to, you know, play all games? Will Reggie Bullock be healthy? Will Frank Miyakini be healthy? Will the Suns be able to to guard those smaller lineups? To um, DeAndre Ayton, you're right, he's going to have a feast inside, but how, defensively, is he going to be able to go along the perimeter and, you know, get guys like Maxi Kleber and Davis Bertans, you know, like on the perimeter? That's the biggest thing. This is going to be an interesting series, a series that I don't think any of us saw coming. Um, but I still think the Suns have A, the experience, A, the dri- B, the drive, and the coach. Bonnie Williams is a great coach. Bonnie Williams knows how to make adjustments. And, you know, they have two guys on each side that know how to create for both teams, but th- there's a difference. I think Chris Paul knows how to win. You know, Chris Paul is one of the most experienced players in the entire playoffs right now, if, if not the most experienced player still in the playoffs. So... Luca, I, I the Mavs are almost there, but you know I'm just saying. I've seen Luca could be inefficient. And I've seen Luca put up numbers without um, getting his team wins, and I know that Chris Paul knows. If there's one thing Chris Paul knows how to do is control the tempo of the game, and that's something the Jazz struggle to do against the Mavs is to control the tempo, especially since the Mavs shot so well. So if Chris Paul could come in in Game Five without Devin Booker and just control the tempo the way he did, just like he did Game Six, I think. The Suns win this in about six games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot better. Shoot better, yeah. <laughs> Just Jay. One. Just shoot uh, better. I think he shot below 20%. Who? Jay Crowder shot below 20%. Well, Jay Crowder should not be... I think Jay Crowder should be like at, relegated to the fifth option, basically. Well, he is, but like he should still be shooting better than 20 Well, this is the same thing that happened in the finals. He shot terribly in the well, finals. he needs to step it up. I you know? I win. Let's talk about the teams that were eliminated, Logan. What's next for all the eliminated teams? Yeah, and we'll start in the East with the um, with the eight seed, or I guess ten seed, winning both played games and becoming the eight seed. The Atlanta Hawks. The Atlanta Hawks obviously had a great season this year. Um, making, obviously had a great season. Obviously had a successful season. I Did would they say. Know? Making the playoffs a success. They were in the conference finals last year, and they. Were the eight seed and got swept. They were over. They overachieved last year. Still a disappointing season. Yeah, it's uh, you can't go from conference finals to losing in the first round. I don't care if you were overachieving. Do you agree with the fire Nate McMillan chance? Hey man, I, I'll trust. Actually, I'll trust Hawks fans. <laughs> I don't know. I just the the roster does need work. The roster does need a lot of reworking. Health is a gigantic issue. John Collins and DeAndre Hunter both suited up for less than 55 games right, this season. And, and you saw DeAndre Hunter had some good games. I mean, I think in the playing game, he led them in scoring hmm. against Charlotte. Yeah. I believe. And I think he had a solid game in. 
He had 35 in their last game against the uh, the Heat. So he, he was good. I, But, again, yeah, you're right. He needs to be healthy. John Collins needs to be healthy. Trey Young, I, I don't know if he's... I'm not going to say he's bad. I don't know if he's I, equipped to be the leader. I don't think, yeah, I don't think he can be the only guy. I yeah. think he needs to have someone. Like, he can't carry this team on his back because he's not... Um, Consistent enough to do mm-hmm. that. I, I will go back and look at. I want to look at his series and how he did shooting wise, but he was not very consistent at all. He wasn't at all. I think Kevin Knox outscored him per thirty six minutes in. Okay, I don't give a shit about Kevin Knox as per thirty six numbers. Well, he outscored him in the last two games. Trey shot sixteen percent, twenty seven percent, forty two. That was good. Fifty, but then he shot eight percent. That's not eight percent. <laughs> In game one against the Heat, uh, and then sixteen percent in the final game of that series, so that you can't you can't be a I can't call you the uh, the um, franchise the player. franchise yeah. player. I, he is a friend. Well, he is. I can't be like oh this is the the, the guy who's going to yeah. lead them to the promised land. I can't call him that if he's not going to be shooting consistently well. Every night. You're allowed to have a bad game. I'm not I'm not saying that, but 8%, bro. And especially because... He shot terribly in this year. He was still being attacked on defensive uh, matchups as well, too. Um, this, is a, this is a team that was number two in the league in offensive rating, but bottom four in the league in defensive rating. You, have, you need to go and get somebody who can be that switchable wing and be that second guy for you, you know? You look at their free agents coming up, they have... Lou Williams, Kevin Knox, Georgia Danks, Gallo Mays, DeLon Wright, and Sharif Cooper are all free all agents. players that aren't really doing much. Well, Kevin Knox was a good addition for them. I, I, I know you don't like the idea but of I Kevin Knox. I want players that are like, like, that's like a... That addition is like on the line. Like I, I want someone above the line, you know? It's hey, like, man. I'm just the... These, these aren't... The Kevin Knox acquisition isn't giving you a title. Hey man, I'm just talking about a guy who averaged 15 and seven per 36, man. Okay, okay. Uh, I think it's worth it's worth looking at. I mean, he's a restricted free agent. I think you keep him. Um, you go and get someone. Is that pushing them? Into it's not pushing them into the envelope. You're right. And I want to. I want an all star. I would love to see who they could get on the margins. No, they they need above the margins. <laughs> they cannot be making moves on the margins. All right, who's okay. somebody? Uh, I don't know who's going to be available. I don't know who's going to give them that defensive presence, but. The Hawks are not in a, t- a team that should be making moves on the margins. They need to make an effort to get Trey a second star. Mm-hmm. Or hope that John Collins or DeAndre Hunter can stay healthy and be that second star. But I want someone who I can trust to be an offensive weapon if Trey has a shit game. Kevin Knox is not doing that. So you're right. Kevin Knox is not doing that. Hey, I'm, he can bring him back. Could- if you think he's a good... Like a good, is he? Would you say he's a good defensive player? He's no. he's long. He's okay. We have a yeah. decent, a decent player who can, kind of, do a lot, in a way. Nothing great, but bring him back. But he's not doing much. Yeah. In terms of are you, are they gonna contend next year? Like, if the Hawks fans are truly like, oh, fire Nick McMillan, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. But if they don't do well next year, then I certainly think they will. So I, I would like to see the Hawks 
go out and try to find like a good second option next to Trey. And I think you know you're right. It, it does. They need to be able to figure. This is either of the conference finals last year. You need to. John is John Collins going to come back? What is he a five or a four? You need to decide that. You need to decide. Is Clint Capella? Is he going to have well, an expanded role? I think Onyeka Okongwu. Onyeka Okongwu can that, be the center. I, I think he can be. The that center. was their first round pick a few years ago. You know, you have. I think he can be their center in the future. You have guys there that can, you know, create DeAndre Hunter. What is he going to be next year? You know, like I said, he had a couple good games in the playoffs and in the playing games, but can he be that consistently? That's the problem. Yeah. I would like to see consistent, because if Trey Young is going to be this streaky, you need to have that consistent number two or number three that you can rely on and be like, okay, if Trey shoots eight percent, at least DeAndre is going to go out and shoot well. Yeah, at least so and so is going to go out and shoot well. Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about the Nets. The Nets are a team that, like you said, they're gonna be okay. I think they're gonna be okay. This is gonna be a situation. Are we gonna get part time Kyrie next year? No, no. So here's the thing about the Nets. If they truly want to compete, which I mean contend, which is why Kyrie and Kevin came here to win a championship, they need to be invested. And they weren't. They weren't invested. Kyrie was not invested this year. James Harden was not invested this year. Kevin, he had Kevin some, was he just had out some injuries. Hooping, man. He had some injuries, but he was invested. But like, they need to buy in. And I think, um, maybe not fire Steve Nash, but they need to rework their offense. I, I, okay, I'm. Just, who else are they gonna go get? This this uh, that's the coaches problem. out there. Who? I would think. Look, first off, Kenny Ack is going to... They fired him. He's not bringing him back. I know they won't bring him back. Um, you have, you know, Quinn Snyder is a name that may come up in future in the future. I don't know. Do you want Quinn Snyder? Alvin Gentry, something like that. Here's my problem. Like, okay. Sure, we can say fire Steve Nash, but I don't think that's going to solve I don't think that solves anything. They need to... Enough of this ISO shit. Because <laughs> the reason they lost this series is because... Boston was able to like you know, they they were pass get the get the ball to everyone. Very Villanova esque, if you will. They probably, but like everyone's involved. But Nets were like, okay, Kevin, go do your thing. Okay, Kyrie, go do your thing. You know, we have two of the best players in the league. Do go do your thing. But you can't do that. They need players. They need good role players who can you know defend or shoot. I, there was not a lot of defense from the Nets. This is such a middling team in terms of defense and offense. You know, in the playoffs, you had Kevin Durant shoot thirty eight percent from, um, and Kyrie shoot forty. Seth Curry was one probably their most efficient player. He shot fifty six percent from from the field and fifty two percent from three during the playoffs. But and, and, but they they were taking majority of their shots. Like exactly. Kevin and Kyrie took like what probably twenty plus shots a game. No one else yeah. touched that number. And that's the problem. Like, you can't just rely on these two because they both had shit games. Well, Kevin more than Kyrie. But they both had shit series in terms of shooting numbers. And while I'm not going to be like, oh, Kevin Durant's shit because you can't, like, no, everyone's allowed to have a bad series once in a while. But they don't, they didn't have anyone else who could step up and be like, okay, I got this. Well, they have a ton of free agents going into next season. Kyrie Irving has that player option. He's not opt-in. He, they, Hopefully he opts in. Hopefully, I mean, he's going to. Patty Mills has is, has a player option. He was a really good, valuable player for them this year. Seth um, Curry's is like, 
I would like the South Carolina contract expires next year. I, think. I would like to see the. First off, I would like to figure out what's wrong with Ben Simmons. Yeah, that's that. I think that's the biggest question. Will because Ben Simmons if ben play for Simmons the Nets? Ben Simmons is back. I think he gives him a good defensive presence. He's a good facilitator. Great facilitator. Yeah. And if he can do that, then I can have okay. Ben can give the ball to Kyrie and give the Kevin, ball to Kevin Durant to go do what they want to do, and he gives them defense. I want so I would like to have someone else. I want them to go out and get defensive players and three point shooters. Just well, give me some three and D players to build around Kevin and Kyrie, and hopefully Ben Simmons comes back, and I think that they can win. Well, and the thing is, too, they have young pieces here. Like, Nick Claxton, his, he's a restricted free agent this year. Yeah, get Andre Drummond out of here. Get Andre Drummond out of here. No offense, get LaMarcus Aldridge out get, of here. Get Blake Griffin out yeah, of here. I, like, you got Bruce Brown, who's good. What happened to Cam Thomas? Did he get injured? Cam Thomas is not injured. He's on. He's there. Like, like that, what happened to he's, Cam And Thomas? he's a great scorer. We know that he's a great scorer. I forgot Paul Millsap was on this team. Like, I would like some like, good, like, give me two or three defensive, like, three and D players. Let's hopefully, hopefully Ben Simmons comes back. Uh, bring back... If uh, Whitehead had one in game. Patty Mills. Patty Mills is great for that. I would say bring back Goran Dragic only because he had great minutes for them in the yeah. playoffs. Give me uh, again three. Uh, give me three point shooters and give me defensive players because if you want to build this team around Kevin and Kyrie, just you know give them these options that you can rely on when you're not having a good night. And just and and for the love of God, and just def- switch up defense, the offense. Defense. Defense. A big too. man. I, I want. I want a good defensive presence in the paint. Is that Andre Drummond? Andre Drummond's not no. it. Nick Claxton. DeAndre nice. Jordan was never it because you <laughs> chose him over Jared Allen. If Jared Allen was on this team, holy shit, it would be so good. But no, DeAndre Jordan was buddies with Kevin and Kyrie, so we got to bring him in. I I, just, I don't think the Nets' problems are as bad as everyone wants to make. No, definitely not. You know. Now, if, if the Ben Simmons situation, that's really, just a huge I, I just don't know because. He, he just doesn't seem like he wants to play basketball. <laughs> Your back hurts. <laughs> a back injury we don't even know how you got. When did you get this back injury? How long is it? And then you were expected to play in game like four. Like you said you would play. And then all of a sudden like you the had a Nets, mental block. Like the Nets gave up a lot for you. The Nets gave up a championship, in my opinion, for you. And they weren't going to win a championship if Harden stayed. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I when they play 20% of the games together. Oh, yeah, that's, that's another true. thing. That is another thing. Yeah, part-time Kevin part-time. and Kyrie need to play yeah. more than 20% of games together. That's not the actual statistic, but it's it's good enough. They need to play together. Yeah. All of them. That's the problem. Because no none of them played together. Because Kevin was hurt. Kyrie was hurt. Kyrie didn't play half the games. Harden was hurt when he was there. They just didn't play together. And that you need to have that chemistry. Like, Boston had that chemistry because they Played together all year. Let's talk about the next team. I don't know. Ben needs to. Ben needs to get his shit together. I'm not saying he needs to get his shit together because like that's insensitive to people with mental illness. The thing is, but like you, I don't know. It's you talk about the mental illness and then you go and sue the Sixers for for to get back the money that you lost by not playing. Right. Like I just like Ben is like. Like that's how are you gonna tell them you're gonna play and then be like oh. Like, it's a mental block. They but now, traded everything for you. If now you you're upset. Play, you, you should have said something. Now you're upset because you're not. You didn't get all the money they found you, so you went and you're suing them. Like, you, told that's, them you told them you weren't playing for them. 
like that's just my problem like it, you can talk about the mental health thing that don't play bro we saw somebody like when players don't don't want to play because of mental, mental health they don't play like Calvin Ridley didn't play, Ridley did play. and he, he, he sat out because he had mental health issues and the Falcons were like okay you know we'll do everything we can to make you feel better <laughs> no, except for telling you to stop gambling <laughs> But, you know, the, that's the a is, that's a whole different the story. The point too. is, he 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 said he had the problems. No one gave a no one like was like, oh fuck, Colin Ridley. Like, they understood and they're doing they were doing their best to help mediate the situation. Ben Simmons said, uh, "Fuck you, 76ers Goodbye. Because of your own his own mental issues Be- within the playoffs, you could because you suck and you can't develop as a player. Um, that's not their fault. Embiid, everyone was cl- everyone clowns on Embiid because he chokes in the playoffs you know what he stayed there and he worked and now it was an mvp candidate yeah Scoring at least, at least he's developing yeah ben simmons you've been the same player for four years he's actually gotten worse because now he's not even playing oh, yeah. um let's talk about the bulls uh my thing for the bulls just, just get healthy and run it back honestly zach levine is a free agent I was gonna say, they do have his bird rights though um so they could literally give him anything he was only making nineteen million. I think he gets um, as close to a max as possible. He's twenty seven years old. Um, he's only been in the league for seven years, which seems way too low. Uh, we also have Derek Jones Jr., who's a uh, unrestricted free agent. Huh? Margins. Mark Troy Brown Jr. restricted. Not Matt Thomas. When did they get Matt Thomas? Tristan Thompson, who I I like better than. Not Vooch. I don't like him better than Vooch, but I also I don't know what Vooch brings to this team. Uh, I feel like this this team is interesting because Demar had a great year. Demar had a you have amazing year. Lonzo, who I think is a really great piece for them. Zach Levine, I think they need to keep him. Caruso was really Can good they for them. Full- Caruso was great for them. Oh yeah. my God, what a great addition. You got Kobe White, Ayo, Ayo, Ayo Patrick Ayo, Williams. Ayo, great, but. They need to pay Levine, and if they pay Levine, how much money do they have left? And Vooch is getting paid a lot. That's what I was saying. What like, do they consider shopping? Do they usually shop Patrick Williams maybe to get another star? Like, Patrick Williams could be able. I, f- I feel like they kind of need. I don't know. I can't. Really, I don't know. What to I think it's about. another star they need. I mean, I don't know what to say about this team considering Lonzo wasn't a part of them when they were in the playoffs, but they did not play against well play well against Eastern Conference opponents. Well, I'll say this. There's Are they contender-worthy? I don't think so. Does Lonzo make them contender-worthy? Maybe. Does adding someone else, in addition to Lonzo and DeRozan and um, Levine, make them more contender-worthy? I think they need to go get a real def- a real, pr- a real paint defender. So not Vooch. I Vooch was terrible in the playoffs for them. So who do they get? Do you try and get in on the Miles Turner sweepstakes? Why are you, you were just pushing Miles Turner Ma- every team. Miles Turner would be great in every team. And I think there's a situation in which, you know, they can get him. Do do you go in on just like a Mobamba? Do you go in on someone like that, you know? Mobamba. Yeah. Do you look at the look at the Hawks and say, hey, you have Clint Capella. Does Clint Capella really offer you? Clint Capella offers you a great interior def- defense because that's what they need. This was a uh, top half of the league team in terms of um, 
in terms of offense, and they were bottom in terms of defense. You know, like they're a great rebounding team, effective field goal percentage. They they sucked at it at defending oh. it. They also did not do well at first forcing turnovers. You know, like they need some good defensive players, but I don't really. They need. A, I don't know where they get. I just think they need a great interior defender. Because everyone was, needs defensive players. This, they were twenty third in steals and twenty fifth in blocks. You go and get a nice versatile player. Look at what how are the Pacers going to keep TJ McConnell? I would love to see TJ McConnell. Pacers are doing. Pacers are. That's a whole different story. Great, but. I love what the Pacers are doing. Rebuild it finally. Um, you know, but there's this. These are moves that they need to make. You need to go get a real like. Is Vooch really necessary to their team? Because they traded for Vooch while they were. I think the team that traded for Vooch and the team. After the free after free agency was is a completely different team. The team that traded for Vooch was trying to make a push for the play in and they didn't even do that. The team at the end of free agency was a team that had Billy Donovan now, a team that had great co- great coach, a team that had um, Lonzo Ball, Demar Derozan, and Alex Caruso, and drafted Ayo Desumu. I think there's exactly Levine was always on the team though. That's the thing, but that's I'm just saying like. That the team that made that move is a different team. I'm pretty sure that was Garpax who made that move too. So that off front office is gone. I I truly believe they should shop Nikola Vucevic. Okay. See what the Lakers are willing to get for Nikola Vucevic. Who will they get back? That's what I say. I don't know who that who are on the Lakers. I'm trying to think. No one is good enough. Unless you're getting Anthony Davis, which isn't happening. No, it's not happening. Okay, anyway. Um, yeah. I just think they need to upgrade. Yeah, I, I agree. Upgrade that, that paint defender. Give me... I, I think every Eastern Conference team, it should be... Okay. Do they go in... Who is going to guard Giannis? Find someone there. Do they go Give in me. and try and take... Like, try and be, get in on the Mitchell Robinson sweep six? Is Mitchell Robinson going to stop Giannis? Mitchell Robinson played very well against Giannis. Okay, this he's good enough for me. Mr. Robinson, is, I think, has the highest block rate in the entire league. I think I, I think that's what every Eastern Conference team's goal should be. Find someone who can stop Giannis. <laughs> that's such a crazy... It, it, but it's it's what ha- should happen. Yeah. Like, if the Bulls really want to contend, they're probably going to have to go through Giannis. If they don't have to go through Giannis, they'll probably have to go through Embiid. Find someone who can block, who can stop them. Yeah. Or can actually, like, you know... Do something against them. Let's talk about the Raptors. The Raptors are a team that have literally no real important free agents. Um, so I'm Kylik is there. Chris Boucher, Chris Boucher. That is a they. That's important. He's a he has he's his contract's expiring. He's 29 for being in the year for four years. It's just why. Um, Toronto's a team that really I don't, I can't say they overachieved, but where they were last year versus where they were. This year is a lot different, you know. It's a team of, of quality role players. Such quality role players. And they need a star to lead them to glory. Yeah, because Fred VanVleet can't be that. Well, Pascal, Pascal Siakam, Siakam is not that. can't He's a nice that. number two. Ojin Anobi is great. And Fred is a nice number three. Scotty Barnes and Gary Church. This is, this is, they just need their star away. Give me a good star. Give me Bradley Beal. No. Enough of Bradley Beal. Why? No, I'm tired of Bradley Beal. Why are you tired of Bradley Beal? This is one of the best defenses in the entire league. They, they were the best at forcing turnovers. They, they um, need a point guard. 
is a point guard going to help this team? Because well, who is your point guard? I guess Fred Van Vliet played a lot of point guard this year. He averages six. He, he since getting there, he's become a, a lot more efficient. He's averaged 6.7 assists. Mm, okay. Well, he has Ian on in the Sixers series. I think offensively, they need do need help, though. Um, yeah, because Fred Van Vliet and Gary Trent shot very poorly in the yeah. Sixers series. And no one else picked up the slack until Siakam did in games like four and five. Um, I would like to see a good, steady offensive contributor. If De'Aaron Fox becomes available on the market. Oh, interesting. He's not. <laughs> they didn't trade Hal Burton for this. Day. Yeah. Oh, goodbye. For David Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell. Whoa. I would love to see Tommy Mitchell in the Toronto jersey. Hey, Bradley Beal would make sense. Bradley Beal would, would make a lot of sense because the, the he gives if this team is good enough defensively to mask his defensive it's a liability. He's he he give you that offense. I, I don't know. Bradley Beal just seems. I feel like the city of Washington has dirt on him because <laughs> he has not. Left. He could sign the mega mega. I wouldn't. I wouldn't max. That wouldn't be bad. I think that would be like. I would like that. Can't think of anyone else who would be available though. That's the problem. And we'll see that once we co- go into the closer to the off season, but you know, I'm just saying. Um, let's talk about who's next. Oh, the Pelicans. Oh, the Pelicans are a team that I love to talk about only because. Are you okay there, buddy? Only because I truly believe the Pel- Pelicans with Zion are a different team. I think are a team that could be a top four team in the West. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a team that really overachieved and then showed even in their overachievement. We said, "Hey, look, this is a team that's gonna get swept by the Suns." That did not happen. Defensively, they played really well, and then Brandon Ingram decided that maybe I am a superstar, and shot really, really well. Um, look, Herb Jones, great. I think he's a great player. Um, C.J. McCollum was a great addition. Um, they still have Josh Hart off the bench. Jonas Valanciunas was there. Josh Hart isn't on the team anymore. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Dang, I, I apologize. Was, um, but they only have three free agents, and those are all Tony Snell, Jared Harper, and Gary Clark. So they are margins. They are. Those are all three irrelevant players, and they are essentially running it back with the same squad next year. Logan, what is your what are your thoughts on the the Rollins Um, defense. They need some defense. Mm-hmm. I would like. Maybe they trade Jonas. Maybe they trade Jonas Valanciunas. You know, it would be a bad trade. You know, how does this team look like? With, how does this team look with Zion? Zion Williams. The, the thing is, the the difference between other teams that may have Zion Williamson and this team is that Zion Williamson isn't like an offensive stalwart. He could facilitate. Um, he showed flash of shooting. He could be that rebounder. He could be that defender. He could do a lot of different things. It's a big if he's on the court. If he's on the court, he says he wants to be there. I'm sure, he says he wants to be there because they're actually in the playoffs and winning. Now. He also said that he said he wants to play. So if I didn't, I didn't think they should have rushed rushed it back this season. If he's coming off, if he's lost weight, if he's healthy next year, I don't see any reason why this team can't contend. I don't think they contend. I think they can contend. I legitimately they, think they can contend. If they have just Zion, Brandon Ingram, or CJ, I need, I need more than that. I need more defense. Herb Jones is an amazing defender. Yeah, Herb Jones is one person. 
If there's five Herb Joneses on the court, sure. But I need more than Herb Jones. That's have Jose Alvarado. Who he doesn't start. He's great. I was just saying he's I, great. I, I, CJ does not provide you any defense. No, I, I, need more, I need more defense. And I don't know if he, Jonas is going to do that for me. Maybe trade him. I, I think they should explore Jonas' trade. I, I, exploring a Jonas Valanciunas trade would not be a bad thing. Uh, see, Jackson Hayes can step up. Yeah. Jackson Hayes had a c- couple good minutes, uh, not in succession, <laughs> but a couple good minutes during the playoffs. If the Pelicans make the right moves and Zion comes back, um, sure, I'll consider them maybe contenders. But if they just if their only move is that Zion comes back, nope, they're not a contender. Just about Judas was seventeen ever since seventeen, 17 per thirty six and 17? per thirty six in the playoffs. Okay. I don't think he played a lot of minutes though, that's the thing. If they if their only acquisition Oh no, he averaged fourteen and fourteen during the playoffs. If their only acquisition is Zion, I don't think they're contenders. I think we need to do a bit more than just add Zion back. Yeah, you need a good interior defender as well. I think that's a, the like, biggest thing. I would like some more interior defense, some more perimeter defense. Some more three-point shooters would be great. Jones is a great find, but I need more than that. I think also... Um, they, Jose Alvarado is probably going to get punished one of these days for his <laughs> fucking stealing technique, which, oh, God, would piss me off. <laughs> belief. I'm surprised no one has punched him yet. Chris Paul pushed him really bad. As he should. Chris Paul's a very dirty player I, as well. As he should, because that would just piss me off. Why? He's playing great defense. He's, He's being a little bitch. <laughs> Oh my god. He's giving 110%, Logan. Mm. What do you have against players giving 110%? It's attempts? just, uh, not, nothing against it. Just, if that happened to me, I know I would be unbelievably pissed off. I would turn around and swing. <laughs> I, I don't care. So I can imagine how Chris Paul hated that. Yeah, I, I can imagine how players like, oh, I'm just dribbling down the court, and then this little bitch comes up <laughs> behind me. Oh, like, I love the technique, I love the idea. Never seen anything like it before, but I know I would be pissed. Okay. I f- I'm sure you would feel the same. Uh, I'm sure if someone came up behind you and took the ball from you, you <laughs> wouldn't. Probably. You wouldn't be like, oh. You would be like <laughs> turning around and finding where his face is. <laughs> so yeah, uh, let's talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves. I for for the past few years, I've never known what to make about this Timberwolves team, and I still don't. Only beca- But I am a lot more comfortable in making a prediction about this team. <sighs> this team has a couple a couple players um, with their expiring contract. Greg Monroe. I didn't realize he was still in the league. Who? <laughs> Greg Monroe. Who? <laughs> Greg Margins. Monroe. Uh, Josh Okogi was a good defender, but he's a restricted free agent. Serge Ibaka's on this team. Torian Prince. When the fuck did Serge Ibaka get on this team? This team... I'm not gonna say overachieved. Uh, they were the seventy. How do you overachieve as a seventy? No, they won their playing game. I still don't know how D'Angelo Russell fits with this team, but he's been a good point guard, a good facilitator. In the playoffs, you would have loved to see a lot more from him. He averaged only twelve points on thirty-three percent from the field. Um, what do we say here? Do we say first of all, Patrick Beverly has been great for them this season, just mm-hmm. as a leader and yeah. as a defender. Um, Malik Beasley. Didn't do as much as he usually does um, in the regular season in the playoffs, but that's because his role really like decreased. Jaden McDaniels, that um, they're drafting for a couple years ago, did really well. Same with Jared Vanderbilt, to gave a lot of good minutes. But here's my thing, Logan. Mm-hmm. I, to understand the Timberwolves, you have to understand. I, you need to answer this question: Who's the number one option? Anthony Edwards. Okay, 
is that the mentality they should that's the mentality they should take going into the offseason, correct? Because Carl Anthony Towns, while great, Carl Anthony Towns is a top five center in the league. I would say yes, he's top five center in the league. Yeah. <laughs> um I would say I would say that there you weren't you didn't win before him, you know? You didn't win before him. With with before with when it was just him. Not saying that, oh, like he had help. Obviously he had Andrew Wiggins or whatnot, but still. Like exactly. Anthony Edwards Jimmy Butler was there. Anthony Edwards has a Siri, what? I didn't even say anything. Anthony Edwards has literally emerged as a superstar in these playoffs. He averaged forty five percent from the field, forty from three, got to line at an efficient rate, and shot at an efficient clip, and averaged twenty five point two points, one point two blocks in a steal in a steal there. He's great, and we saw we saw that in the playoffs where he just had the ability to just take over games, you know. Um, I, I don't know where D'Angelo Russell's role fits in this. He's twenty five years old. Gosh, he's been in the league a long time. I feel bad for D'Angelo. I feel bad for him too because he's just had you know different situation after different situation. He's, he's been on four different teams. four different teams. Yeah, he. As long as if he could get his efficiency a little up, it'll be fine. But I think this what this team really needs is like a good because their defense was really good this year. They need to add a cup a lot more shooters. Yeah, I like some. I would like some more bench depth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Let's get some depth in that bench. Figure out what D'Lo's role is. Give Anthony the keys to the bus. Charles Barkley would say. This was, a, this was the number one team in terms of three-pointers made and three-pointers attempted. They were out here shooting everything, but they had nobody defending the three. That's disgusting. I think every team in the league needs a nice wing. Like, if yeah, we could every, just... Everybody's been saying every team needs interior defense and a nice wing. Like, if every team could clone Miles Turner and, and Marcus Smart... Well, you, yeah, if every team could clone Marcus Smart. Or Malcolm Brogdon. Oh, Malcolm Brogdon is another player, but, you know, it's just a health situation with him. Um, he's enough that you could defend really well and he could do a lot. I would just love to call him Kawhi or Paul George. That would give everyone some good. Michael Brock's a rookie of the year. Huh? Michael Brock's was rookie of the year. Wow. Back on the Bucks. Con Paul George. <laughs> give every team a Paul George. I thought you didn't like Paul George. I love Paul George. I don't know. Really? No, I thought you didn't like Paul George. That's not me. I think you're thinking of everyone on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I love Paul George. I think the, the, the playoff P is funny. I think it's a bit overblown. I love Paul George. Paul George is a really good player. Defensively, yeah. Remember when he was a... Uh, uh, MVP like, candidate? Yeah, I remember Oklahoma that. Oh, good times. <laughs> the Clippers are going to be scary next year. The Clippers are going to be scary next year. Because they've actually... They, we'll, we'll talk about that in our um, season preview in a few months. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Nuggets real quick. Uh... Hopefully everyone comes back healthy. That's it. That's pretty much it. That's all you could ask for. Uh, get Aaron Gordon out of here. Yeah. Give Bones Highland some more minutes. He was yeah. great. He was great this year. See what you could get for Will Barton. See what you can get for anyone on this roster other than Jokic, MPJ, and Jamal Murray. Yeah. Literally, take all the calls. Monte Morris also. He he's good, good too. He's great, but like if you could get something for him, get something for him. But he's great. Monte I, I wouldn't great. trade him just cause, like, unless you're getting someone good back. He 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 was very good in this series. But respectfully, get Aaron Gordon out of here. He was a he, uh, some. 
I can't believe he's just coasted on his ability to dunk for this long. I don't think that's it. Why is he relevant? I don't know. Tell me why he's relevant. I can't tell you that, Logan. You can, though. He had a terrible... Tell me why he's relevant. I why are people talking about Are you yelling at me? Why do people always talk about Aaron Gordon? For what reason? Logan, do you know who he's led... dunking prowess. Who was the best defense... I think that's the only reason he's relevant. Do you want to know what, uh, what... Nikola Jokic's stats per 100 possessions were. Probably like and 80 points. 20 he averaged 44 points and 19 rebounds and 8.4 assists per 100 possessions. Oh, MVP. Yeah. Austin Rivers is also really good, like, this season, but, like, good he can't be. He has to stay on the bench, you know? Like, it's not. he's not someone that I, can, I feel like this team, it, I just would like to see them with their three stars. Yeah. Oh, to a full extent. Michael Porter Jr. Well, I haven't seen him play in like 85 years. <laughs> Michael Porter Jr. should have gotten a max contract, but he's a star. I haven't seen him play in so long. It's been a minute since I think the bubble? Oh my god. I don't know the last time I saw him PJ play. I don't know. He's every, he injured every freaking year. But this is a team that literally could get healthy and run it back. It's, they were like the top three seed in the West last year. They could be right back mm-hmm. there next year. Mm-hmm. You know, just be like, fact that they were the sixth seed this year. With no MPJ and no Jamal Murray literally all year. Jokic is the MVP. Uh, I'm sorry. I would love to see uh, Giannis get... Uh, not Giannis get... I would love to see Giannis get it too, but I would love to see... Uh, what's his name? Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid get it, but uh, I don't think it's going to happen. And now, finally, let's talk about the team that we've been waiting to talk about. The team that it seems like we're always talking about. The team that we can't stop talking about. The Utah Jazz, Logan, mm-hmm. talk to me. What is, what is Utah? What is Utah's mentality going into the off season? They have the free agents in Eric Paschal, Hassan Whiteside, Daniel Hudson, Jeff Forrest, margins. In your opinion, margins. Because Hassan Whiteside is riding to do exactly what Rudy Gobert does. So we can spell Rudy Gobert, so he can not play the entire game. Why wouldn't they bring a backup in? Yeah. If neither one of them requests a trade back but add go out and get some wings please you know sean o'connell a serious XM, came out and said that gobert is at a him or me point with donovan okay. mitchell and oh, man yeah. was a man that one of them be traded okay and it'll be donovan it will be correct because as much as i hate to say it donovan <laughs> is in, in infinitely more replaceable than Rodrigo Barris. It's true, however... Can go f- and plus, if they trade Donovan, they're getting someone back. They're getting a couple people back. Um, Rodrigo Barris tweets, though, after this, every day has its own rumor. Alright, so here's, here's, here's the thing. I'm going to stick with my guns. And until it comes out that Donovan Mitchell has requested a trade, or that Rodrigo Barris has requested a trade, I will say the Jazz should just run it back. Right? Yeah. Because you can go out and get some... You, you know why you suck, right? Yeah. You know why you suck. You need to go get some perimeter defenders that you can put around. Maybe you trade Conley or Clarkson or Bogdan. One of those three. Clarkson is very... Bogdanovich. Like, maybe keep him. Keep him. He was well. He played well. But Clarkson and Conley, maybe you trade one of them for a defensive wing. Like... Clarkson is just giving you offense, but you have plenty of offense. Clarkson gives you the most inefficient offense I've ever like seen you, in my life. They need so they need defense. 
Can they, I can I tell you? Uh, and uh, they need to get Rigo Bear like involved in things. There was a um, there was a conversation in January. I'll I'll tell you the transcript right now. Um, from Gobert, some some interpreted um, Gobert's comments as taking a shot at Mitchell's lack of development on the defensive side of the ball when compared to his peers. When I watch some of these other teams like the Suns or the Warriors, those guys are a step ahead of us in terms of winning habits, Gobert told reporters. They take every game personally. Devin Booker is playing his ass off defensively. I've been watching him compared to two years ago. Guys like that, they buy in. You can tell they take pride in playing defense, stopping their man, doing whatever they can defensively to stop the other team and be part of a winning culture. I think we're not there yet, but I think we're going to get there. Mitchell responded by saying, we all as a group hold each other accountable. That's his way, I guess. I'm not too concerned about it. His way just happened this his just happened this way. Cool. Donovan don't make me hate you. <laughs> um it's true. Donovan does need to um do better on the defense. He does not give you anything on on defense. And and if you he needs to stop playing hairball sometimes. He does. Oh my god, he, <laughs> he took so many dumbass shots he, in this in this Maverick series. Even in the and series, I, he averaged twenty two shots a game on thirty nine percent. Is not okay. You're not the only player on this team, and Rudy Gobert shouldn't be blamed for the defensive problems because you have no perimeter defenders. Royce O'Neal should not be your best perimeter defender. Who do? You, how much do you think? Um, I want you to guess. What, what percentage Donovan Mitchell shot from three in this series? From three? Yeah. Oh, 20%. Ding, ding, ding. Really? <laughs> yeah. He shoots the ball at, so, at such high volume and doesn't make any of his shots. Hold on. You, I, I don't think, want you to hit Donovan No, I, this is angering me now because... The accountability is there. You can't... <clears throat> Donovan Mitchell has been there for, like, what? Four years, five years. This is fifth year, I think. Okay. And yes, he's played extremely well. He's played very well. Considering, but you're just you're just putting up stats at this point, and it's exactly what I hate a lot of other players for. And you're just putting up stats; you're not doing anything with them. Granted, this is a situation that also management has to be held accountable well, for. If, if they decide, okay, we're blowing it up, it will be being blown up by a different front office. Quinn Snyder will be gone, and this general manager will be gone. If they, if that well, is Danny Ainge is here now. He'll be gone, dude. He just got it. I don't care. It, maybe he'll be there, but <coughs> if they decide that, okay, we're blowing this up, they will not be there to see the rebuild. <laughs> they, so if they want to keep their job, yeah. Even then the best you, course of action is to go forward with the same team and just get yourself get those some defensive wins. wins. Yeah. And the thing is, too, there is just like you know we talk about this in the nfl all the time if a player doesn't need to be traded they won't be traded donovan mitchell and rudy gobert are both under contract till 2025 unless there's like a real falling uh, out unless one of them submits an official trade request i don't think you should trade them i think donovan will do it if one of them doesn't i think it'll be Donovan. well first off rudy gobert is not leaving this this is his contract's too big big and again like you said Donovan Mitchell's very replaceable. And he's like, I think people are like, oh, they'll get rid of Donovan Mitchell. But yeah, they'll get players in return. Yeah. It's, like, hey, they'll get like two to three good players and picks in return. We're talking know. about Rudy Gobert, who's, I think, um, when it comes to certain stats, I think Rudy Gobert is like the third most, in terms of stats, um, valuable player in Jazz history. I think he's one of the greatest defenders of all time. If you trade with the Knicks, like, you'll probably get IQ, quickly, OB. Grimes, maybe. Yeah. Like, that's, those are good pieces. If you're trying to run the Heat, 
you gonna? I think they'll come out of that with either Duncan or Hero. Or both. Or both. Like you're gonna get something from him. So like, the Jazz, you run it back with the same team and just add freaking defensive wings, like. For God's sakes, trade Clarkson or something. Do you get rid of one of those Clarkson. offensive pieces? Like you don't need Clarkson's all. Clarkson's so offense. unnecessary. Mike Conley has not, like, he's not been what you while. signed him for. Exactly. And I, th- I think they should. You can trade one of them, and you won't miss the, the championship window's there. Is it though? Is it though? This is the one seed in the. Don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care about the seed. <laughs> the Warriors are a three seed. I think they'll win the the, the West. Okay. The Bucks are a three seed. They can win the East. Yeah. Seeding doesn't matter. Anyway, I think that's it. The Grizzlies are a two seed. They're are they, are they <laughs> really a two seed? No offense to the Grizzlies, but the Warriors. No offense, the, uh... Like, Logan, plug us out, please. Make sure to follow us, subscribe, all the above, on all of the... DSPs, we're the State Sports Podcast. Um, Subscribe to our YouTube, Stick to Sports. Follow us on Twitter at Stick to Sports and TikTok at Stick to Sports. You can follow both of us on Twitter at Logan Morkey and at Noah underscore Odij. You can find all of our content at StickToSportsNetwork.com. Well, this has been the Six Sports Podcast, the podcast where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It was Noah. It was Logan. I hate players not taking defensive accountability. It's it's, it's terrible. Dame doesn't play defense. Dame doesn't need to play defense. He does too much for the team. He helps them win. Thank you for listening. This is the Six Sports Podcast with Noah and Logan.